Recorded at the Running Age Studio, you're listening to Venture Tabernacle. It's like venture capital, except that the investment is made in your soul. This is where America hangs out to talk about anything and everything from a biblical perspective. I'm your host, Ty Hervey. Join me as we learn to view the world through the objective lens of the Bible. All righty, welcome back to another episode of the Sunday Sermon on the Venture Tabernacle podcast. Last week in our episode, we saw the healing of the bleeding woman. It was a woman who had been sick for 12 long years, and just one touch of Jesus' garment solved all of her problems. Today, we are finishing out that story as we see that Jesus has power not just over sickness, which is amazing in itself, but also over even death itself. It's an amazing story, so let's go ahead and get started. Our text for the day is Mark chapter 5, verse 35 through 43. I'll read it to you. It says, While he was still speaking, there came from the ruler's house some who said, Your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? But overhearing what they said, Jesus said to the ruler of the synagogue, Do not fear, only believe. And he allowed no one to follow him except Peter and James and John, the brother of James. They came to the house of the ruler of the synagogue, and Jesus saw a commotion, people weeping and wailing loudly. And when he had entered, he said to them, Why are you making a commotion and weeping? The child is not dead, but sleeping. And they laughed at him. But he put them all outside and took the child's father and mother and those who were with him and went in where the child was. Taking her by the hand, he said to her, Talitha kumi, which means, little girl, I say to you, arise. And immediately the girl got up and began walking, for she was twelve years of age, and they were immediately overcome with amazement. And he strictly charged them that no one should know this, and told them to give her something to eat. Now, in case you missed last week's episode, or maybe you've slept since then, I sure hope you have, I want to refresh your memory on what has happened before this point in our story today. So if we go all the way back to verse 22, that is where we saw this story begin with Jairus, the synagogue leader, asking Jesus to come and heal his daughter. And so I'll read verse 22 through 34 for you. Now it says this, Then came one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name, and seeing him, he fell at his feet and implored him earnestly, saying, My little daughter is at the point of death. Come and lay your hands on her so that she may be made well and live. And he went with them, and a great crowd followed him and thronged about him. And there was a woman who had a discharge of blood for twelve years, and who had suffered much under many physicians, and spent all that she had, and was no better, but rather grew worse. She had heard the reports about Jesus and came up behind him in the crowd and touched his garment, for she said, If I touch even his garments, I will be made well. And immediately the flow of blood dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of her disease. And Jesus, perceiving in himself that power had gone out from him, immediately turned about in the crowd and said, Who touched my garments? And his disciples said to him, 
You see the crowd pressing around you, and yet you say, Who touched me? And he looked around to see who had done it. But the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came in fear and trembling and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease. And so Jesus says, Yes, At the very beginning of our story, yes, I will come see your daughter, Jairus. And on the way, he gets sidetracked by what? Or should I say, who? And the answer to that is, of course, the bleeding woman. And he heals her, and he has a conversation with her and the crowd. And we get some sense that some significant amount of time has passed in this story that's maybe not recorded, because where we pick up today is that a messenger had come all the way from their house to tell them that Jairus' daughter, in the meantime, had died. And so in this span of time, her condition has gone from critical and desperate to death. And the natural reaction is that of the messenger who came to see Jesus. He said, give up, go home, pack your bags, because I don't care how good a doctor anyone in the world is, you cannot raise people from the dead. Once they're truly dead, there is nothing any human can do for them. But lucky for them, Jesus wasn't just a human He was also fully God, and with that came all the power of the Creator God. Now let me ask you this. How hard do you think it would be for the one who created the entire world, the air you breathe, who designed the human body and all of its complexity, how hard do you think it would be for that man, that being, to raise someone from the dead? Well, let me tell you, it's not hard. And that's what we see in this story, because Jesus travels to this house that the people have given up all hope in, and they're wailing and weeping loudly. And in their culture, you did not suffer silently when someone you loved died. You know, in America, funerals are very quiet and somber events, but in the Middle East, and especially in the time of Jesus, the custom was to cry out loudly in distress and anguish when a loved one would die, even to go so far as to tear your clothes and choose not to eat for a time. And this was the scene that Jesus walked into when he came to the house. It is utterly hopeless. And he says something to them, that I'm sure seemed so insensitive to them at the time because they didn't know any better. He says in verse 39, Why are you crying and weeping? The girl is only asleep. Now let me ask you a question. Think about this. Do we think that the girl in our story was actually dead or was she just sleeping, taking a nap? Well, I submit to you, and you look at this, I really think she actually died, that she really did die. So why then would Jesus tell them that she was asleep? Was he lying? Was he mistaken? Well, let's think about this. What is sleep? Well, it's many things, but above all else, sleep is a temporary condition. When you go to sleep, at some point, you wake up. At least that's the hope. Now, death, on the other hand, is not a temporary situation. When you die, you do not wake up. Death is permanent, it is tragic, and it was never a part of God's original plan for the world. 
But even death, as terrible as it is, is no match for the power of Jesus. But the people, they laughed at him. They called him crazy. And let this be a lesson to you. Do not doubt the power of God. We're actually going to talk more about that kind of power and that kind of doubt next week, so stay tuned for that. But Jesus told the girl, Talitha Kumi, little girl, get up. And the thing that makes chills go down my spine is the fact that she got up. If this doesn't get you fired up, man, I don't know what will. Jesus literally raised a person from the dead. And this is amazing, an amazing story demonstrating the power and compassion of Jesus. And let me tell you, we serve a great God with great power. But just as big as the power is that he has is his compassion for his children. When you go through tough times, I would encourage you to remember stories like the one we read today, of how God is faithful to those who follow him, of how he uses his power to protect and restore his children. That may not look the same for you, but we have that promise. If we belong to God, he will take care of us. Now, Jesus didn't have to take time out of his busy schedule to heal this little girl, but he chose to because that is who he is. He is a good God. And I'll tell you this, as dead as that little girl was in our story, we, you and I, are dead spiritually before we decide to follow Jesus. No amount of good works, no amount of prayer or studying the Bible or serving in your church can get you to heaven. We are all dead in our trespasses and sins until we accept that God, so rich in mercy, made us alive through Jesus Christ. The stories we read on this podcast each week, they're real. It's a historical account, and they're not just a random collection of stories. They're there to prove to us that Jesus is the Son of God. And if he is the Son of God, then Jesus is worth following and devoting your entire life towards. That's why this podcast has the goal of pointing you towards the Scriptures, pointing you towards God and helping you to learn to live your life through the objective lens of the Bible. And that marks the end of this episode of the Venture Tabernacle Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I want to remind you real quick that you are my marketing budget. So please and thank you if you will share this episode. Give us a five-star review wherever you're listening. Tell somebody about what the Lord is doing right here, and I will appreciate that greatly. We'll see you next week.